Some cases are closed in hours. Others stay open for months, even years. And some criminals are so heinous, so terrible, they're in a class by themselves. I'm William Pitts. This is Arizona's Most Wanted. A domestic abuser, a violent attack, and a mistake that let him come back. March 2007, a club in downtown Mesa, Arizona called Club Cabo. A video from Club Cabo's Facebook page shows the inside. It's tiny, low ceilings, dark. It's a pretty standard cumbia and salsa club, mostly music from Mexico, the clientele mostly Hispanic. There are a lot of cowboy hats, Wrangler jeans, button-down western plaid shirts. But the lights, there are so many lasers and spinning spotlights, even the video makes you dizzy. Ruben Perez Rivera's girlfriend, Carol Nieves, was at the club with some friends. According to Mesa police, Rivera showed up at the club and dragged her out by the hair. Rivera allegedly forced Carol into his car and started driving, slapping her in the face, berating her, accusing her of playing with him, cheating on him. This wasn't a quick fight or a quick attack. Rivera allegedly kept Carol in the car for 90 minutes, driving and beating her. Mesa PD says he finally pulled over and kicked Carol out of the car, leaving her stranded. FBI Supervisory Special Agent Lance Lysing. He uh, had issues with his former girlfriend. Uh, he was arrested, charged through the county. Ultimately, he was released to immigration and deported back to Mexico. That's the mistake. He was deported by mistake. Rivera was in the U.S. illegally. Standard policy when an undocumented immigrant is arrested is for the suspect to be held without bond. He's accused of a violent crime. Cops don't want him to get away or just be turned loose. They still have to answer for that crime. Rivera was being held at the 4th Avenue Jail. That's the main clearinghouse for pretty much every suspect who gets arrested in Metro Phoenix. But prosecutors didn't notice he was here illegally. Instead of being held without bond, he was put on a bus back to Mexico and turned loose at the border. Back in 2007, when the mistake was noticed, it was a big story. Maricopa County's presiding judge at the time, Barbara Rodriguez Mundell, held a press conference to apologize. It's a tragedy. We all need to apologize for that. That's something that almost never happens. A sitting judge, much less the presiding judge, doesn't talk to reporters. But in 2007, illegal immigration was just beginning to be a hot-button issue in Arizona. The state had just passed its first controversial illegal immigration law. This one was designed to crack down on employers that hired undocumented immigrants. The laws would get stricter. Sheriff Joe Arpaio's immigration raids would start the next year. But Rivera wasn't going to stay in Mexico. and The FBI says he wasn't going to forget about Carol. It took him only 11 days to make it back across the border. He was very adept at crossing that border and traveling back up here without documents. We know he used the services of an alien smuggler at times. So he's back up here and he's looking for his former girlfriend again. He breaks into the house, grabs a butcher knife from the kitchen, breaks into a bedroom where his cousin and his former girlfriend were hiding. Carol's lucky. She escapes, runs from the house. But Theodore Cruz Perez, Rivera's own cousin, was still in the house, hiding. He finds his cousin in the uh, closet, hiding in the closet, and stabs him to death. Extremely violent. Crime of passion type of violence, but very violent. The crime scene photos? Grizzly. There's blood on a light tan carpet near the foot of a bed. Blood splatter on a white dresser dripping down the dresser drawers. Blood smears on the door jamb that look like a hand grabbed at the wood. 
Paramedics try to save Theodore out on the sidewalk at the apartment. There's a huge pool of blood at the base of a staircase. Leftover medical supplies on the ground from where paramedics tried to save him. A few scraps of paper soaked through, matted to the concrete with dried blood. Too much blood. Theodore didn't make it. He committed this crime against a family member. Lysing says witnesses got a look at the car Rivera was apparently driving. It's a Ford Crown Victoria, white with black rims, so it looks like an old police car. And that's the last anyone saw of him. But the FBI has checked everywhere, including Rivera's family, who used a bizarre word to describe Rivera. Embarrassed. You heard that right, embarrassed that he allegedly stabbed his own cousin to death. His family said he was probably embarrassed for doing this. That's how they described how they would expect him to feel. It is an odd word, but that was also coming from a family member who's probably trying to minimize some of the actions here. To me, that indicates that they think he, he regrets what he's done. He probably acted in a heat of passion moment. Today, Rivera could be anywhere. He has ties to Mesa, Phoenix, Salt Lake, and has proven he can come and go through Mexico if he wants to. I'm sure there are other family members that know where he is, um, maybe hesitant to come to forward and, and let us know. If you know where Ruben Perez Rivera is, call the FBI or your local police. He's been charged with second-degree murder and could be using an alias. Somebody who we know is still out there, we're looking for him, and we're going to keep looking for him until, until we find him. Arizona's Most Wanted is a 12 News production. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and tune in. Just search Arizona's Most Wanted. We'll be back next week with another cold case.